0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Meliora podcast from the Sustainability and Resilience Institute at the University of Southampton. This is a podcast where we explore the challenges of sustainability through the work being conducted by our students, our academics, alumni at the University of Southampton and across the whole of the higher education sector. I'm Simon Kemp, I'm a Professor of Sustainability Education and the Deputy Director of the SRI at the University. And in today's episode, We're going to be having a conversation. We're going to be reflecting on our experiences, what we covered, what we hoped we'd cover, and what were the eventual outcomes of the EAUC conference that we went to at the University of Bath in the summer of 2023. You'll hear from all the internship team, and you'll also hear from other students who were also part of our little trip away as well as hearing my ramblings as well. So enough about that, let's get into the episode. We're back at Southampton. We were at the EAUC conference as a week ago now, and we thought that we would leave a little bit of time to digest our thoughts from our shared experiences at the conference both in terms of the content, but also the overall mechanisms of delivery and what we got out of it as individuals. We have got four of us. We haven't got Jasmine, because Jasmine's back in Brighton. So if we can start with how you felt during the conference, whether you felt part of the event, um, and how you sort of overview the whole experience... How would you define it? If we start off with, let's start with Sophie.
1: I did feel part of it. But also I would mention to Molly and Lily that I did have slight imposter syndrome because I'm just an undergrad student and there's there weren't as many students there. So I did feel slightly like, oh, how should many, I really How many students
0: it? were there for the record?
1: Seven, seven. Seven, I think.
0: Four of whom were... Within our gang. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I definitely still felt like I could take part in everything. Good. And being included that way. But there was like imposter syndrome, but I don't know if that's
2: being a student
1: or just me.
2: I felt imposter syndrome as well, going into it. But I would say that that never goes away. So I've been at uni, what, like four years? (laughs) Longer than you both? And, um... I still get imposter syndrome all the time. So, I mean, conferences are designed for people to go and present research. And there's still people who sit in my office who, before they go, they can't believe that people want to hear about what they're researching. So...
0: I think you're right in that I don't think imposter syndrome ever goes away. I absolutely suffer for imposter syndrome, always do. I'm still waiting for the knock on the door of my office saying, right, come on, you've been found out. <laughs> out you pop. Um... I don't think it ever does go and I think that's actually quite healthy I, I think some people are overconfident um, I actually think that I'm always quite wary of people who haven't got imposter syndrome I think the people who are overly confident and haven't got imposter syndrome are actually the imposters I think they're overdoing it
2: Anyway, that's a, <laughs> a, that's a great way to start
0: the conversation uh, I think that you raise a really interesting point though the issue of whether you felt that you were within the confines of the event in terms of value, did you feel, so if we go back a step within, with the conference, it's very much part of, this is the academic community and sustainability in HE, but it is also about the operational elements of sustainability in HE. As you know, I feel very passionately that if you're going to have sustainability in HE and you're going to have a conference about it, then, yeah, it's got to be operational. Yes, yeah, it's got to be what the academics are doing in terms of teaching and research. But how can you possibly address it if you haven't got students there? So the number of students, that does need to be increased. Did you feel that within the sessions themselves that you were being properly l- listened to and that you were able to contribute? Lily?
3: I... Like really struggled with feeling included in a lot of the workshops. Um, I think on the first day in the two workshops I went to, I said a total of three words once people found out I was a student because people weren't giving me the space to speak. I felt like with a lot of the workshops, people went in wanting to just say, this is what we're doing, and they were talking a lot about themselves, whereas I kind of wanted thought that the whole point of the conference was to go in and listen to what other people were doing there were a lot of people that I felt were doing a lot of talking and not a lot of listening. And so in a lot of the workshops, I wasn't given a chance to speak, which got really frustrating, especially in one of the workshops I went to. There was a question of how do we engage students? And I wasn't given the chance to talk. (laughs) And I thought, this is kind of the perfect point for me to contribute. Because in a lot of them, I didn't know enough to be able to say a lot that was worthy. But still, in most of them, I had something to say and I wasn't given the chance to which I thought was really frustrating considering the first talk we had on the first day was the importance of inclusivity and including students and then an hour from that I wasn't included in the conversation.
0: Wow you were going to say something Sophie?
3: I agree I think particularly in the me and Lily
1: both went to that student engagement session but other ones it was a case of I don't know what I can say that is like the offsetting one I didn't know much about offsetting. Like I went there to learn more about it. So there was value in listening to other people, um, but sometimes dependent on which session you
2: went to, it was difficult to feel included.
0: Okay, Molly.
2: I think my experience was slightly different, but I do support what Lily and Sophie are saying, and I can see how they had that experience. I feel like when people found out I was a PhD, they were still engaged with me. But I think that's maybe because once I gave a very brief overview of my research, people could kind of see how it could slot into their operations or, or plans or purpose. So definitely when we were talking about carbon reduction on campus and people were talking about it was difficult to get students engaged... Given my research falls on the environmental psychology spectrum, mm-hmm. people were very keen to hear my input. They could see the the use and value. But I think that's because, again, I had this purpose, whereas I think maybe as an undergraduate, because your choices can be so varied and your interests can be so varied, people found it difficult to fit that into their model of like, oh, how am I going to use their expertise on, on my campus type thing but I don't think that's correct I just think that's how I perceived things I don't think you should be higher up with an education or a university to then people find purpose and value in what you're saying without a doubt yeah I don't think that's correct and I think it's disappointing that Sophie and Lily felt like that definitely but I think it's also important to note as a PhD I again had a slightly separate Mm. experience
0: which is obviously going to be a really different experience to what I had. I did feel like I had opportunities to speak, but that's because I've been to so many of these types of things that it doesn't bother me in the slightest. I'll just quite happily chip in, and I know one or two people there, so i will i I'll quite relaxed and put my views forward. So there would be plenty of opportunities there. And I did find that in some of the workshops I was in, I was directly asked to contribute. That's a very different experience what you had. And that experience should be the one that you have in terms of being asked, invited to. If you're in a session and people are saying about how to involve and get students to be part of particular programmes, anything about consulting students, it's not up to you to say, I'm a student, can I contribute? You should never have to do that because people have got to recognise for first attendance at a conference ever. It doesn't matter whether you're a student or an academic in a normal lecturing type role or somebody working in the operations within the university first ever conference you're going to feel reluctant to put yourself forward so you should be asked that's something which is now part of this and hopefully conference organizers will hear that and we need to work towards that i think for the ne- for the one next year i'm going to put forward a session which is about getting students to be part of this and get in a session so the conference attendees come and listen to student experiences. And we do a um, a very targeted recruitment campaign for that. The next one's in Winchester. So I know I'll be able to get a lot of Southampton students there, but we need more from different um, other universities to represent the student voice. Student voice is lacking. Students organizing for sustainability, they're very proactive there. And they, Jamie Agamba is amazing. And he will quite happily contribute and he's got a big team around him. But they're also graduates. Mm -hmm. We need direct students at the moment.
1: I would like to say, though, that I did find it a very positive experience. And I think I've taken a lot away from it. And it's been very stimulating in my interests And just hearing so much about so many different topics, I thought it was really good. And like the plenary sessions, I really enjoyed them.
0: because. So do you enjoy this more than the workshops then?
1: I did, but also... I like in terms of uni, I prefer lectures more than seminars just because I don't really like, I have a lack of confidence. I don't really like talking right. much.
2: But I think they are more accessible.
1: Yeah.
3: There were some people that we did meet that were really engaging with us oh, and yeah, were definitely. really lovely. But we shouldn't be surprised that people are interested in what we have to say. And that's kind of what it was like when we were there. Yeah. So you
0: felt surprised that they were interested in what you had to say rather than you didn't feel that they were interested in what you have to say?
3: I think. This was more on the second day, speaking to new people, because the whole of the first day I hadn't really been engaged with. And then once I finally was, it was a surprise, but it shouldn't be a surprise. Yeah, um, I agree with that. When people showed
2: interest, I was like, really? Are you really like?"
0: Yeah, people are are genuinely yeah. interested.
2: Well, they should be interested. Yeah. You're one year off from joining the workforce. Yeah. There's not... The, <laughs> <laughs> you scared of that. <laughs> but, but in that one year, you're obviously going to build your knowledge and hone your interests but you're not going to completely suddenly transform from like student to what you consider a professional like you're essentially a professional now definitely this is absolutely what, the way I see it. this except for some additional knowledge doing your research project getting some more experience this is largely the set of skills and the kind of person you're going to be taking into the workplace so People should see you as and I think on the it, same level as a professional. I
0: think the majority of people do. Yeah, That's certainly my experience within the sustainability sector, within higher and further education. I think that people do accept students' views very strongly and they want to listen. I think that what we need to do as a community, and I mean this is coming from me and my community of the ones who have worked in academia for a while, we need to be more proactive at bringing students along to these events. Admittedly, I brought four of the seven students along, but I need to bring higher numbers, and I need to find ways of doing that. The problem is with the access in budgets, because with each of you, I access different budgets in order to pay for everything, because it is quite costly. Yeah. Even, if the, even if the conference fees are reduced for students, it's still quite costly, and in terms of transport, and in terms of accommodation as well.
2: Yeah, next year's the prime opportunity. Yeah, especially for universities, at least in the southeast. Oh, definitely. With Winchester being on a main train line, and so close to a, a group of universities, people might not even have to stay overnight, which would like half the cost. Yeah. So,
0: I'm, I'm certainly staying overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I, 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 I love the AZ conference. I have a right laugh. Um, I get to see loads of my friends. It's great. I'm not going to go
2: home. In terms of making it more financially accessible.
0: Oh, I know. know. If it wasn't a financial (laughs) issue, then yeah, I'd look at that. But I'm talking very much from a personal, selfish perspective now. I'm I'm there the whole time, without a doubt. All right. How about... You said you found the content stimulating Mm. and you enjoyed the plenaries, maybe not so much on the workshops. I think the point you had mentioned about not able to contribute is something we've addressed but I just want to go back to it for a moment in that there's a certain irony there because the conference was called Conversations Around Climate Change and sometimes there was no conversation it was people putting forward their views and it shouldn't just be that working around sustainability it does have to be conversations based it has to be collaborative and I think that's something that I think what EAC did with this particular conference is changed the mode from other conferences and I think that's great because too often in the past it's been the traditional you stand up you give a talk on the work that you've done people ask questions you go there was much more in the way of workshops and conversations I think it's that transition I think people need to get used to that mode of delivery more I think EAUC did a really good job of saying to people you've got to do something which is conversations based it's not their fault if people then don't deliver on that So I think there's a need for a bit of a shift there, within that. You said you found interesting content overall. What would you say was your highlight of the event in terms of content? Molly, you haven't started a conversation yet.
2: No, I haven't. I'd say I have two different highlights. So maybe a more professional or um, PhD-related highlight was um, the session I went to about behaviour change and climate communication because that's very relevant to me. I got introduced to some people in the field I didn't know about making those connections and seeing something my research is focused on front and centre and how relevant it's going to be definitely makes me excited that the outcome of my PhD could be impactful. Um, More personally I just I enjoyed the Um, sessions which are about the slightly more obscure difficult to grasp topics so um, how are we going to fund the transition to sustainable development how are we going to ensure solutions are inclusive what does inclusive mean i feel like they're topics that could have easily been shied away from because they're they're difficult to, to manage and they're difficult to conceptualize but to see entire sessions dedicated on them that everyone attended, that was a real highlight for me because, Brilliant. for example, I never got a lecture on that. So I found that great.
0: That's fantastic. Can we stick with the same sort of content, what you enjoyed most in terms of for the relevance for your degree and future career and then something you enjoyed more personally? So if we go to you now, Lily, and then we'll go to Sophie.
3: Um, I think it did more career way of thinking I really enjoyed the green skills one just it was something I hadn't really thought of that a lot of the green skills I think I'm picking up anyway at uni so I feel like now I can kind of keep an eye out for that kind of thing and then personally I loved the biodiversity plenary and that was definitely my highlight of the conference I found it so fascinating maybe because I'm obsessed with Kew Gardens and they were talking about Kew Gardens there but I loved that so much
0: fantastic Sophie?
3: Um, I actually
1: think having a conversation with the man who worked in the energy sector about offsetting was very interesting because I want to do my dissertation on offsetting so getting his perspective on it was very useful for me for what I can take into my this writing Um, and then part of the I think the highlight was from the the biodiversity plenary when they were talking about making my money matter, mm-hmm. and the link between investment and deforestation was very interesting to me. And making those connections was something I haven't considered before. And then I went away and looked more into that. So I just found that so interesting, and I can, I think, a lot of people, I can talk to a lot of people about that um, because everyone invests their money like everyone has to they don't have to but puts their money in a bank so it was very interesting that something so it's not talked about at all
0: Brilliant I think my highlights were in terms of my day-to-day work I really enjoyed the climate fresque and the ESD session that I went to because it got me thinking about some changes I want to make and it got me thinking about trying some, because I like experimenting. I want and I'll never stop doing that. And it challenged me a little bit. And I've got some new ideas to come from there, which I'm looking forward to playing with a bit. Personally, I really did like the opening plenary session about inclusivity. I found that really interesting. I thought that was, I it was, a, it was an incredibly important conversation to have and putting it right at the start positioned for the whole of the conference. And I thought that was a really good, strong move by and one that was very necessary. And I thought they managed it very well and the panellists were brilliant. So I thought that was a real highlight. I, I, that 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 works really well in a conference where you get really set up and you're enthusiastic and straight into it from there. So I, th- I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Jasmine mentioned when she sent um, her notes in and the recording for this, that she enjoyed being part of the workshop. Um, so Jasmine had the opportunity to present at the conference and to be part of that. And I, I was relieved that that was the case because it's a lot of pressure to put on somebody doing that. And I think I want to do more of that, of, of giving the students opportunities to present or to be part of those workshops, to be part of those conference sessions. I think we need to be doing an awful lot more on that. And it's interesting that Jasmine also mentioned the points that you made earlier as well about about being part of that conference. So I, I recognise it must have been really intimidating for you because you've got all those hundreds of people and they're all much older than you and it's much more of a different dynamic. And I, I'm quite proud to say that I took that so seriously in mind that I spent all my time with you, looking after you, <laughs> making sure that you were final times... <laughs> Which, clearly, I didn't. I <laughs> utterly abandoned you. It was just a case of, this is purely for the record and it's the truth. We got there. Right, you're on your own now, kids. Um, I, There's my mate over there. I'm off to go and see them. Was I being unfair on that?
3: And you also stole our friend.
0: I didn't steal yeah. your friend. I just happened to get talking to your friend. Shout out to Valerie, <laughs> um, who is amazing. She's brilliant. Uh, we were just chatting about stuff. Um, and you're never going to forgive me for... no. Yeah.
2: And I turned around in the queue, and I saw you talking (laughs) to her. I was like, oh. I think it's like being thrown in the deep end. Yeah. But I think, uh, at least definitely for me, I need to be thrown in the deep end. Yeah. Because it's the norm for PhD students. Or like, if you were a third year, you did an exceptional piece of research, ended up getting published, it's the norm usually to go to a conference alone to present so you have to get used to being comfortable just going up and speaking to people to be fair all three of us made a lot of linkedin connections yeah, and yeah, i don't think it. we would have made so much effort talking to people if we had you to kind of occupy our time so i think it was being thrown in a deep end but probably beneficial overall yeah i hope so and it was just such a new experience i didn't really know what to what
1: to expect
0: yeah I definitely would not have done that if there was just one of you coming Mm. along and I was then shown you because I would not have just abandoned (laughs) you completely and just said there's the tea and coffee you go over there I'm off over there that wouldn't have happened the fact there were four of you together made it um you had more support around yeah I think closing question then would you go again not necessarily to that particular conference, but to an academic conference, because what I wanted you to get from it was to experience the other side of university life, to experience what it's like going to a conference, to get that idea. Has it... Ch- closing similar. questions. Yeah, yeah closing <laughs> questions. Would you go to another conference again? And secondly, has it changed in any way your view of what you want to do in the future? We'll start with... Who wants to go first?
2: I'm happy to go first. Go, go, go. Um, yes, yes. I would go to another conference, I hope I do get to, in the next couple of years, whether it's the EAUC one or a different one. Um, Has it changed what I wanted to do? No, I don't think so. But I think it definitely... um, I think sometimes as a PhD you get stuck in the small picture. And I think it definitely renewed my kind of faith that work like mine is needed and is impactful so I I think that's a positive
0: Amazing, thank you Who's next?
1: Yeah, I would also go to another conference just because I found it very valuable Um, all the information I could take away I don't know if it's given me an idea it's definitely given me ideas of what I can do but I wouldn't say it's pointed me in a exact direction, because I really don't know what I want to do. All I know is that I want to work within sustainability somehow. So it's given me more ideas of how I can get into that, but it hasn't pointed me in a certain direction, if anything. It's opened it. It's made me realise the amount of opportunities there is, yeah, in different aspects to focus on.
0: I think that's a real positive.
1: Yeah, Yeah. definitely.
0: Great.
3: Um, I definitely go to a conference again, I think because I just saw how easy it is to meet people and that it's so easy to get inspiration from a conference. I don't think it's changed what I want to do, but it's given me more inspiration into, to look into what I want to do and to start taking action and kind of developing myself with skills that I'm going to need afterwards that I saw other people have or that I learned were important. So I don't think it's changed me. It's just kind of given me a boost.
0: Brilliant. I love that. It doesn't need to change, but deeper focus and a, and a stronger belief in what you want to do. Yeah. That's fantastic. Brilliant. Thank you ever so much. Thank you for being so honest with your reflections and thank you for being such brilliant company and throwing yourself into the deep end of the conference. I thought you did brilliantly when you were there. You did some fantastic work and uh, I'm sorry for steering your friend. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there you have it that 's what we thought of the most recent EAUC annual conference. I particularly enjoyed hearing about the perspectives of students who 've never been to conferences before um, as a rather aged academic myself i 'm used to these types of events, but it was great to get the perspectives of newbies to these types of events. but I must say I always find the conference to be remarkably rewarding and great to meet up with and to discuss sustainability matters in this sphere with like-minded people. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we hope you'll join us next time. Thank you for listening. Bye.